0: Welcome back to Cinemegan Theatres. We are on week 21. Uh, we just finished watching The Florida Project, which was released in 2017 and was directed by Sean Baker. Um, I I first saw this movie when it came out. I saw it with one of my friends at uh, at college. And then immediately afterwards, I had to go to Long Island and she had to go back to school. And we both had like our separate trains to catch so we couldn't even like talk about the movie so I was like silent for like two hours after this movie without having to discuss it after the first time after the first time um I just thought that was funny because as you guys just saw it was a very I I, it's a heavy movie like it's lighthearted, but it's like very heavy at the end um but I'll go over some fun facts I dug up earlier today. Um, it was, this movie was filmed during the summer of 2016 uh, on location about six miles away from Disney World, specifically Magic Kingdom, at the real Magic Castle Inn & Suites, which is located along US Highway 192 in Kissimmee, Florida. Um, the majority of the movie was filmed on 35 millimeter film while the final scene was shot on the iPhone 6s uh, which is very similar to Sean Baker's previous film Tangerine. I think that came out in 2015 but if I'm wrong please correct me uh, but that movie was filmed on, filmed on an iPhone 5. But yeah so I just thought I'd mention that before <laughs> going into a little discussion. Um yeah, so this movie is from the POV of Mooney, uh, a six year old child and you know she has a few like best friends who are also children um, in the movie. And I'm curious if you guys would want to talk about how the movie specifically like is able to showcase the children's point of view through various like film techniques. Um, I wrote down that the cinematography for sure, like, is a big key factor the camera is low most of the time um i was watching a video essay on this by nerd writer <laughs> and he had a great like description of a lot of the adult characters are like framed the way like the peanuts like adults were like the peanut comics the adults were where they'd be like wah 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 <laughs> but um like their faces aren't shown most of the time um in big like in i guess the more heavier scenes the adults aren't shown uh at least their faces um i also thought that the color palette of the movie um with it being very bright and specifically very purple (laughs) uh brought like a childlike essence to the entire film and also how going back to the cinematography and just like uh the adult characters being kind of out of frame and like not totally like in Mooney's like I guess vision all the time. Um, al- during multiple instances throughout the movie, where it's kind of showcasing like a lot of like these heavy heavier problems, um, you know that Mooney and her mother are dealing with, uh, such as the like her housing crisis, uh, a lot of the other characters shown are helping them, um, and Mooney's not really getting to see, like, kind of the crisis of it all until the very end uh, with that final scene. So, yeah, I'll open the floor for that (laughs) little bit, Um, yeah, do you guys have anything to add?
1: Yeah, in terms of, like, the of it being framed through their kids, it was interesting seeing, like, how, um, I don't know, just, like, interesting pieces of dialogue where we'd learn some Like, the syrup thing was really interesting to me, where, like, we see that she didn't get the syrup when she got the food before, and then later in the movie we find out it's because her mom says not to do it because she farts a lot. I, I don't know. It's just, like, stuff like that I found interesting that, like, people just hide from kids which i don't know it was like that stuff was really interesting and then also with uh mooney in the bathroom where like we there's a few scenes like we we literally see her like getting washed up by her mom and then like the next three or four scenes like we don't see her mom anymore and the music is kind of just loud and then i'm not sure like this is my first time seeing it i wasn't sure what was happening but i knew something like that meant something and then it led to the guy coming into the bathroom and I, i just think like stuff like that where Um, you just don't really like have all the information but just like i guess because of how like we're adults now i guess like we can tell like how certain stuff like that was going on even though like mooney like she has like this very one small piece of information so she's not able to put it all together but like uh yeah i don't know i just thought that was interesting
0: Yeah I'm uh, curious too, because g- just going or like piggybacking off what you said with uh, the scene where movie's in the bathroom, and you said that like you knew something was going on, but like it wasn't quite obvious until like, I guess several scenes later. Um, do you guys think that this movie kind of like puts the audience in like a child-like headspace while watching this?
2: Um, I don't necessarily think childlike headspace, because, like, you could kind of still tell what was going on with, like, the bathing suit photos, but, like, you're definitely, like, in Mooney's perspective. Like, if you hadn't seen the movie before, like, you're not 100% sure of, like, what's going on, like, how Vernon said.
0: Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think also, too, like, watching, like, I think this is my s- third or fourth time watching this movie. So, I think, yeah, I think as, like, the more times you watch it, too, you definitely do get to just pick up on more things as well. Uh, but, yeah, that's a good point about the bathing suit scene. Um, going to the ending, do you have, I'm curious how you guys interpret the ending whether it's, like, a happy ending or not?
2: Nah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I Uh, I mean, like, the happy ending, like, when they go to Magic Kingdom for real, or how you interpret that. Like,
1: what... Oh, nah, that was sad as shit. Because that's, like, I don't... (laughs) It's, like, obviously, like, this movie is very real, like, uh, realistic and... Mm -hmm. goes with realism and... Like I said, this is my first time watching it, but I knew like stuff about the movie going into it, like how a lot of the kids' dialogue was kind of just like improvised. Um, but like I said, this movie does like a lot with inside of like realism, and that's like the one scene where it's like very obvious, like it's very, it was like a movie, like there's a uh, music comes in, the camera kind of like, uh, the frames kind of goes fast or whatever. And I don't know, I thought it was, like, her imagination, which I think made it even sadder that, like, this, he's about to be taken away from her mother. And, like, all she really wants to do is go to Disneyland with her best friend.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I wrote down in my notes, too. I wrote, I think it's imagination, the final scene, um, almost as, like, it would have been the perfect dream. Because even in, like, thinking of just where the hotel is located like there's no way like um it's six miles away so I'm thinking that like if anything like the two kids just like ran off somewhere but were probably eventually found um by authorities like it's
2: yeah so again mm -hmm,
0: sorry no no you're good
2: (laughs) I was just gonna add as. someone who does work for Disney and all my views are my own because I legally have to say that I do not speak for the company <laughs> but there is no way those kids would have made it in to the park
0: yeah yeah like, I absolutely not even just like have you guys like read about like I, I mean I know this is Vernon's first time watching I don't know about Elisa and Cass but <laughs> have you read about how Sean Baker like filmed this scene too in Disney <laughs>
1: I can assume because like I think you mentioned that it was shot on iPhone and even yeah. when I was watching it it felt like somebody was just like following the kids around Disney World like they didn't have a permit like they just did it to do it
0: yeah that's exactly what happened yeah. <laughs> cool. um, oh, yeah. um, I also
2: want to mention that um, he gave his, this film like the director gave this film a one star on Letterboxd and said that the last scene was shot digitally and then he goes yuck
0: Sean Baker wrote that <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah he wrote that about his own film.
0: I was shot digitally. Yuck, that's great. Um, if you have the link for that, can you share that in Kansas?
2: <laughs> it's the, the only
0: one? film he's ever rated <laughs> that's so funny. And
2: he's very active on letterbox.
0: wow, i I did not know that. yeah, I uh, they, yeah, I think they only had the cinematographer, the director, the two kids, and the kids' guardians. And then after they got the footage that they needed, Sean Baker let the two kids and their families just kind of hang around Disney World for the rest of the day as like a treat because it was um, this, as it was the last shot um, in the movie, it was also the final shot that needed to be filmed um, on the film set or the film shoot. Um, So that was a nice little treat for the actors and their families. Uh, but yeah, apparently Sean said in an interview that he just like left after completing the shot and just went back to editing, as well. Like didn't enjoy Disney World while he was there, um, which I think is funny because it's like a, it's a lot of money for a ticket. <laughs> I would I would stay there for the
2: day. Um, but yeah, yeah. At least get a dull Whip, if anything. <laughs>
0: That's like the soft serve, You're talking about like the soft serve Dole Whip, right? Yeah. The pineapple oh my gosh. soft serve. I used to sell that at work. I worked at the ice cream section of a grocery store last year. And every a lot of people were into it, and I, I never got it. But I also oh, have it's never tried delicious. it. Okay, I should try it then. <laughs> uh, but yeah. um, I guess any other like interesting remarks that you guys, like, thought of throughout, like, watching the movie? Actually, I just came up with another question. Have you guys, like... Did you guys laugh at any of the scenes? Like, I'm just curious, like, what scene... If a scene made you laugh. I
1: don't think I laughed, but I just... I found... I don't think I, like, physically laughed, but I I found, like, some of, like, the... Something's funny, because, like, like we're obviously following the kids throughout the movie, and, I don't know, just kind of reminiscing on, like, certain things, like, even when, when I think the kid's name is Scooty, Scooty has to give over his iPad or whatever to play the game, or, like, the kids singing into the fan and stuff like that, and was kind of, I don't know, I just find it funny, like, thinking about times where, you know, just being a kid and stuff like that, I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I laughed, laughed.
0: Is it messed up that I laughed at the scene where the mom makes Mooney stand in front of, like, the burning building and takes a photo of her? Yeah,
2: it was giving um, that one picture of the the girl. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, exactly what I always think of.
0: (laughs) But, (laughs) yeah. Um, I remember the movie theater laughing at that scene as well, because it's just... I just love when like she's like but smile and she's like upset because <laughs> that's what she did. Um, but yeah, I was just curious if any of the other scenes
2: um, gave you guys a I chuckle. thought a lot of the scenes were funny. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was really funny when like the grandma like called Scooter Scoot and he's like it's Scooty. <laughs> I think I also think that his name being Scooty is really funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and that's like I'm just thinking too, like this movie's so well done in the fact that like these are just like it's really tough times for every all the characters in this movie. Yet because it's through a child's perspective, things are a lot lighthearted for the majority
2: of it all. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Especially with like the pedophile scene with like Willem Defoe and like that old guy.
0: Oh yeah. Like they
2: didn't even notice anything was going on.
0: Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, that's all the notes that I had taken down, unless anyone else has some other points they want to bring up. Did somebody mention earlier that a lot of, like, the dialogue of the kids was improvised? And not scripted. I don't know if that's the case.
2: Okay. I, yeah, I, I think I.
1: Like... Yeah, I think I remember. Oh, uh, I don't know who. I think it was William Defoe. I think it was like an actors' roundtable, and he was just talking about this movie. I had never saw it, so I kind of. But that stood out to me with him saying, "Um, like a lot of the stuff with the kids was." Improvised, and it it felt like that because it felt like they were just like on set having fun with a lot of the stuff because they're, they're not really a lot of like plot or like mm-hmm. uh narrative to the movie it's really it really is kind of just like following these kids and then throughout you have like these things obviously the house fire which leads to like a lot of the stuff that happens in the second half of the movie but for the most part it's really just kids being kids which i thought which i, I did think was interesting because um like with Megan we've been watching the Harry Potter movies and I think that like the first like it's kind of interesting looking at uh the kid actors in this movie because they feel like kids and obviously like Harry Potter is like there's like a lot of I don't know like plot that like these child actors have to like convey yeah and it's just kind of interesting to compare like something like that to where you actually like see kids being kids and not like having to like act act or whatever I don't know I thought that was kind of interesting
0: yeah, that's a yeah, good however point. However, they ended up achieve- achieving it. I really felt that the dialogue was like so genuine, and you just got to like appreciate them and like get a slice of life of, you know, their experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine that you bring up Harry Potter with the kid actors because I even said like after the first one. I just a heads up, guys. I've never seen all the Harry Potter, so I'm I'm working on number four <laughs> tomorrow. But <laughs> yeah, like the after the first movie, I had told you, Vernon. I was like, wow, like some of them are like overacting just a little bit. I mean, they're kids; like they can't like they're doing the best they can. Um, but yeah, here I'm. Um, I agree. They're they're literally just being kids on and like in front of a camera (laughs)
1: like yeah i'm interested to know like where like there were actual lines for the kids or where there weren't even like uh mooney's scene with the how protective people towards the end Mm -hmm. it still felt like she was like really like just being a kid but that had Mm -hmm. to be like scripted somewhat like she couldn't have just yeah i don't know i don't know what they could have told her to like do that but it still felt like authentic somehow i don't know that I, I, that, that was pretty interesting to the just curious where the line was drawn between just go have fun and then do these lines
0: yeah if you could find that what would you say was an actor's roundtable discussion i think so yeah if you could find that please post that because i'm i'm definitely interested in watching that but yeah well yeah, that's all I had. Um, I'll just do a one last. Anything else? <laughs> Word. Uh, but oh.
2: oh, sorry. No, you can go. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Willem Dafoe movies lately because it is Willem Dafoe season, so it seems. <laughs> Like, um, he is Spider-Man. hosting snl next week i think i'm so excited <laughs> like with spider-man and like um nightmare alley this is like the third willem dafoe movie i've seen this month mm-hmm. and i just want to plug my letterbox review of the Florida the project do it because in the first movie willem dafoe like has lines like i'm something of a scientist myself and so my review is you know i'm something of a motel manager myself <laughs> And you can find me on Letterboxd at Voices at Night. I hope (laughs) I get followers from this. If not, I will be the same.
0: You'll just have to keep coming back and plugging (laughs) the (laughs) Letterboxd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining this week. We had a good turnout. And I hope you guys enjoyed the movie. Um, I apologize if it was a little heavy. But it's one of I think it's one of my or it is one of my favorites I would say like top 10 um but yeah thank you guys so much for joining and I hope to see you guys next week bye